This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing as we check the markets at midday. Uh, first off, John, what's going on in the grain markets? Now we're seeing some follow-through selling pressure so far today. Now we are kind of holding some pretty key supports on both corn and beans, so we we'll have to really see how this low, you know, how we close out today. Obviously, a lot of things going on. The weather is out there. We're focusing on that, uh, and possibly what may be down the line there. USDA uh, did raise crop ratings slightly yesterday, so that's some of the selling pressure we got today. Then you got the whole geopolitical events going on with uh, Speaker House Speaker Pelosi landing in Taiwan. Just a lot of buzz out there and that may be making the market a little bit nervous here too so we'll see if anything hopefully nothing does come out of that other than just political posturing so all that put together then throw the first shipments of some grain out of the ukraine it's just kind of making for a little bit of a negative tone uh, but again they're still holding some support so we'll see if things can come off their lows here yet as we get towards the end of the day right and w- with that weather you know we've got heat advisories and much of the midwest triple digit temperatures you know, are we expecting that we could see a ton of stress come from this? Because it's not exactly a super prolonged uh, stretch of, of heat. So what's going on there? Uh, you know, that's always just going to be the hard part. We won't really know until we probably get combines in the field and at the end of the year and, you know, what damage was done. I mean, right now the potential looks very good across the core in terms of the, what the corn and bean crops are, are building here. You know, I'm talking to clients in Iowa and Illinois, and they're, they're very happy with the potential that they have in their crop. Now we just need the right weather to finish out. You know, the USDA report coming out next week, too. That'll be something we'll have to keep an eye on. Do they make any changes on the acres and things of that nature? Doubt we'll see any yield adjustments at this window, okay, just because of the time frame here. So that could still keep the supply picture maybe a little bit heavier than it really is based on this weather. So, again, uh, when it comes to hot, dry weather or hot weather forecasts, a lot of times it's more of a delayed response until we find out really what uh, comes together. Right. And I mean, you know, yesterday with the, we saw the big drops in prices. Is that mostly just the, you know, the computers reacting to what they see as the worst case scenario? Well, they did soften up on these forecasts a little bit. They brought a little bit more moisture into the eastern corn belt that wasn't there last week. And, you know, and we had such a strong run last week, and it may have been just a little overdone. You know, and it was led by an explosive move in that soybean meal market and and, uh, just pushing that soybean price up. So the fact that we gained over $2 last week, you know, a correction back of, you know, 80, 90 cents is probably a little more fair value. feels like maybe this market just wants to get into some consolidation mode. It might be volatile, wild swings, but for both the corn beans and, and this time frame with that consolidation until we get a better picture of what truly is out there. All right. And what are we seeing on the other side of the marketplace in the livestock complex? I mean, usually we'd expect to see a little bit of a gain today, but they're in the red as well. Yeah, cattle market, you know, right now August is starting to look a little fairly priced to where cash was. We got a little above that yesterday, that 37 handle. So maybe we're bringing a little bit of value back. Haven't seen cash trade develop yet. You know, just again, still get mixed messages out there. Some packers are looking for cattle and the bids are still fairly still fairly steady with last week. So we'll see how that comes together. You know, feeder cattle, we're seeing the, just a good run, maybe a little bit of profit taking here. 
here. Again, that feeder cattle market tied to that grain market. Yesterday got a nice boost higher, so today we're consolidating back a little bit. Had a little gap on the chart to fill from yesterday, and we did that so far, so we'll still see. You know, the trend in the cattle markets is still higher. We're just going to be a little bit choppy in here. Again, kind of waiting for what's going on in the cash trade. Go over that hog market, too. You got the August contract coming off here in, a, in basically about 10 days. It comes off on the 12th, and we've had a heck of a run in this cash market. I'm looking at that gap between August and October, trying to wonder which one wants to move which way. Uh, so it's still kind of figuring out what that wants to do. But cash and retail values continue to stay supportive as hog numbers uh, overall are still a little bit light. Right. And could we, could we see just maybe a little bit of a, a, a demand increase possibly as these uh, gas prices and just cost of living maybe comes down a little bit? You know, that's some of what's actually been very supportive under the meat markets as best been the consumer demand here, at least domestically, has, has held in there pretty well, even despite the, you know, some of the pressures that we've seen in terms of the, the inflation side of the equation. So so that's still encouraging. You know, you got choice carcasses at 270 and you got hog carcasses pushing, you know, multi uh, one year highs in terms of air value. That just tells me there's still some people out there uh, that are still buying some of the U.S. pork and beef right here domestically. All right, John. Well, lots of great information today. For those of our listeners who would like to get in touch and learn more, uh, how can they do that? Sure, Riley. Love to chat with them anytime. Then give me a call at 800-334-9779. Or again, feel free to shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And again, don't forget about that totalfarmmarketing.com website of ours. A lot of great information for producers out there. That again was John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing. We'll go ahead and take a look at those midday market prices. September corn is down 11 and a half at 5.95 and a half. December corn down 11 even at 5.98 and three quarters. August soybeans down 12 and a quarter at 15.82 even. November soybeans down 13 and three quarters at 13.92 and a quarter. Soybean meal up 7.80 at 4.37.50. Soy oil down 1.88 at 62.21. Chicago wheat down 12 and three quarters at 787 and a half. Minneapolis spring wheat down six and a quarter at 891 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat down 12 and three quarters at 853 and three quarters. And September oats down 13 and a half at 427 even. On the Merck, August live cattle down a dime at 136.67. August feeders down 135 at 178.30. Lean hogs down 45 at 120 even. Pork cut out down 130 at 106.45, and Class 3 milk down 12 cents at 20.34. And that's been a check of the Midday Markets. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later for the Closing Market Podcast as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.